lucky I got. Orange here, but he's not as active as he used to be. Cool, he made a little model of him. No, that's... That's orangey, Ricky. That's him right there. What the f talking about, Buzz? He can't live like this. No, he's... He's not living, Ricky. No kidding. I mean, what kind of a living is it? Glued to a license plate. Going around. Ooh, I'm a license plate. No, it's no Rick, life. Ricky. I mean, orangey's... He passed on. He's moved on to the land of the daddies. What are you talking about? All right, welcome to Talking Giants presented by DraftKings. I'm your host, Bobby Skinner, with no co-host today because we did a over an hour-long interview with License Plate Guy. We're going to get straight to that. Um, so Justin, didn't, uh, he's not here for me to record the intro, so I'm going to say some things that are going to get us in trouble, and Justin can't stop me, and he's not going to see this until late in the night. When it's edited, I'm going to pretend I'm asleep when he texts me, so isn't that right? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm not going to get us... Not, I'm not going to get us in trouble. Isn't that right, Martina? But before we get to the interview, awesome interview, by the way. It was, it was a lot of fun. This episode was brought to you by DraftKings. It's playoff time. Big stakes, bigger promotions. DraftKings Sportsbook is pitting you courtside with a chance to turn $5 into 200 That's 40 to 1 odds on any basketball game. All you have to do is pick any team that is still in the hunt for the trophy. And if that team wins, you'll receive $200 in free credits. So don't bet on the Knicks. They're not in the hunt. Or the Knicks. They're not in the hunt. Burn. Um, here's, I just want to say this to you, Knicks fans. I am happy you guys lost because now you're talking about your team again. You know, like, let me enjoy it. We know we have less fans. We don't need you commenting on every single post about the Nets. We are, we know we don't have a lot of fans. I just want to win a championship. Okay. I've won a championship in, in NFL and baseball and hockey. I've never ex- uh, experienced it in basketball. This is my time. So I got my claws out when it comes to the Nets. I'm sorry. Good looking game, too, though. That's right. Pick any team that is still in contention. Bet $5 if that team wins. You cash $200 in free credits. All it takes to claim these 40 to 1 odds. On the basketball team of your choosing is placing a $5 bet on that team and that team to win. Don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook also offers great odds and promotions on baseball, hockey, and so much more all weekend long. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable You can de- so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY when you sign up to turn $5 into $200 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you can claim $200 in free credits. That's promo code JOHNBOY for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Wagers paid out on site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. And here is LPG. Got to be the promo right there because that's the best. Let it roll. Let it roll. <laughs> Are we live? We're live. All right, we now welcome on licensed plate guy, third time on the regular show. So he's you know he's a recurring guest, um, you know LPG. My first question is, I you know I was getting my coffee and you know thinking of some questions to ask you. Do you ever get tweets harassing you, calling you like like little pecker guy? And then on the ver- opposite end, do you get like large like uh, like long? Long pecker. I'm going to try and get you fired from your job in this interview. Is basically this is this is what you think of when you're getting your morning coffee? Yes, yes, it it is. That's when my mind is just rolling. Like I just had like LPG, and I was like, you know what? I could think of some funny uh, acronyms. I think is what it is. Yeah, that's it. No, that's correct, Bobby. Very impressive. 
I it's acronyms and cinnamon cinnamons. Uh, no, nah, I just screwed yeah, it up. Cinnamon. Always screw me up. Cinnamons, cinnamons totally work. <laughs> um, what's going on, man? What's happening? You know what? It's funny when I when 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 LPG when license plate guy first you know whatever on social media, you of course you get a whole bunch of crap, but but the best was like license plate guy. Yeah, how original? And I'm like, well, I mean, I wear <laughs> license mean? plate. I mean, I wear license plates. What do you what do you want? I mean, it's it might be stupid, but that that's what it is. What do you mean? How original? There is there other license plate guys that we don't know of? Like you're literally, I've never even like you. That is that actually is very original. I don't know what that you know, person chirping you was talking about. You know, it's funny you say that. You know how many times when I when again when I first was at least being recognized or having some kind of a following that I started seeing plates all over, like the Arizona guy used to have one you know another oakland had one and and the new york jet guy now has one and plates became a thing i'm taking that i'm taking that and running with that i, I was wearing plates in the 80s I'm, I'm taking it you know everyone has plates you but you, you're the guy so i'm the so. guy i'm the little pecker guy um <laughs> we're clipping that i clipped justin I'm, saying I'm, something I'm the sure, other day i'm sure you are especially now that you're a blue check mark scumbag Yes, yes. And you know what's funny about the blue checkmark scumbag? It's just a matter of time before you, Justin, Talking Giants, everybody comes blue checks. And then you're going to promote that as, hey, we're such scumbags. Follow us. We already got a blue checkmark. So it's very good on your part. So I already know whenever I get my, because I will get, I will get offered it eventually. Correct. Um, You know, people in John Boy Media have already gotten it. So I know eventually I'll get it. And I know it's going to piss off John Boy and them because it does help you. But I'm literally gonna get it. I'm gonna delete it with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna post about it. Like I already have it planned out. Whenever I get it, I'm gonna post, like, look, I got a blue check mark. And then within an hour, I'm gonna get rid of the blue check mark off my profile and and you know, do like a I'm back type of thing. You're right. Because here's the thing with the blue check mark, that's when people start like dunking on you in fan bases. Without the blue check mark, I'm just a Twitter account. I I'm call I'm gonna I'm calling your bluff on that one. Hmm. Do it. I'm 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 saying that you're going to definitely stay the course of look at this bougie bullshit I got, <laughs> but you're not going to do a damn thing about it and you're going to run with it. So I'm calling bullshit. I will. I'll remember. I'll remember this clip for when it, whenever it does happen. Um, here's the thing. Here's a, uh, the other thing besides, you know, just being a man of the people is I'm scared of the blue check. You, when, once you get a blue check, you can't make jokes anymore because then you get people like quote to it, you know, that's when that's what happens when you make a joke and then you know 24 hours later it's like 973 quote tweets uh 800 replies and seven likes because i made some stupid joke that i usually but that's but that's why you get that blue check mark so people that want that humor that that you reach now more people will get that i don't know i disagree with that look i didn't even i don't even know how i got it and someone said, hey, nice blue check mark. And I said, oh, yeah, I've had it for a while on, on Instagram. It's pretty cool. And they're like, no, on Twitter. And I'm like, I don't have one yet. And they're like, well, maybe you should look. And, I, and I, that's how it broke to me that I even had one. But, but again, I think it's, I think not that the, the quality or the quantity or anything else or the information I put out, because I don't do what you guys do, but I think it had more to do with there was fake accounts, license plate guy accounts out there. There was hmm. license plate girl. There was 
little pecker guy. There was a whole bunch of other LPGs posting my pictures of me at games. So I think, I think it also boils down to they, they want to make sure that the person that is license plate guy is license plate guy. Yeah, Bobby, we did have a, we did have a problem at one point with our, with our, what do you call it? Accounts. Um, Parody accounts. Parody accounts. We had a problem at one point of people thinking that they were us. So well, that was my fault because I gave Afro Skinner like a picture of me with an Afro and I that gave her, like, the- that was my fault. Yeah. So I told Afro Skinner, I was like, I was like, Hey, I know I gave you the picture, but we got to go back to like, you know, a picture of not me. Cause everyone, including you, were getting confused at hey, who Joe it was. Fell for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I did. Justin, you, you, Bobby, you told him that story. I, don't know I was I falling for it. I, I was, <laughs> I was like, did wait, I, did I, I, this? Did I, yeah. Did I tell you that Justin or not? Yeah, no, I, I, I got it. I got yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, Bobby and I were talking I'm like, yeah, just like your other account or something. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, wait, that's not you. I've been talking to you on DM for like a week. That's so, a true story. I love Afro Skinner. He's still around. He, you know, he, he changed the name because it was getting confusing. He's, he's, he's a, he's a, a one day one. I have, um, I have no idea who he is now. He's, he's, like, he's that guy. I don't know if he wants his real name out there. So I'll, I'll, no, I'll no, just... no, 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 I'm no. So, I'm so, I don't care about his real name. I, I like, who is he on Twitter now? If he's not Afro Skinner. Um, it's like, it's always a, a giant a, fan podcast. Right? Yeah. I, I don't know the exact app, but I'll, you know what? Yeah, I'll give, yeah, I'll know. give him some love know. on when we put the episode out is what I'll yeah, definitely. Definitely. I love it. Um, so, so, Hey, hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on. What time, what time is it? I don't, I don't know what this joke is. No, no, no. Did the Giants sign a running back or tight end? No, uh, no, they didn't. Uh, or they could sign uh, a, a, a mix of Calvin Benjamin. Um, yeah. I, I don't. Calvin Benjamin is exciting. He's the most exciting camp body what? we've had in, in a long time. I don't know. I, I honestly don't know why people weren't showing. They didn't have to show love, but don't show hate to it. I think actually he's going to ball out. If he makes his squad, and I know he signed him, but if he makes his squad, He's going to, I think he's going to do, do fine. You know, what's his issue is not only that, that he was once a good first round pick who got bad. He became a meme too. Cause he got so big and Booger McFarlane yeah. with the Popeyes, you know, biscuit joke, Kelvin Benjamin became a meme where it was like, there's guys who bust out all the time or start well and start Kelvin Benjamin's issue is like, is, is, is just that he was, he became like a joke for the NFL. Well, well, Be- Kelvin Benjamin busted out in multiple ways, once on the football field and then out of his jersey. But what's really unfortunate, what's really unfortunate is that I had a tweet the day, the, the morning of Joe Webb getting cut. I'm like, I'm so excited for like fourth quarter, late, aug- <laughs> late August football, where it's, 2014, it's 2014 Carolina Panthers of Joe Webb is throwing a Kelvin Benjamin and then Joe Webb gets cut. So, uh, <laughs> I, mean, look, I-, I mean, look, we didn't sign for Eddie. We didn't sign Lacey. We signed Benjamin. I think he's going to be just fine. He's been- well, that's that's who's next. You just talked about yeah. who's next. Yes, yes. So, look, let me ask you guys a question. What's your? I never thought that I would be asking this, even though I've seen it on Twitter a million times. But is 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 Evan Ingram in trouble here? If he is, I don't think it's because of Calvin Benjamin. I think it's it would be because of Kyle Rudolph. Like I was holding out that he would possibly get traded up until the draft was over. Yeah, because like it. Here's and and here's the thing we we talked about with it is you have an Evan Ingram on the roster. Evan Ingram's not a guy that you cut. He's he's not. You have Caden Smith who they played fifty percent of the snaps last year, and then Levine Toilolo they could have cut him totally free, zero dead cap, and they restructured it. Which at the time people got 
yeah, people got mad about that. At the time, I was like, this is a good move. They use him. But then when you get Kyle Rudolph, it's like, okay, what do you need four guys for? And then Benjamin, Benjamin, I don't think they're going to like, here, play tight end block. I think it's more like you're going to just be big and catch if you even make the team. If he makes um, this, if he makes the squad, I'm just saying like, like they're paying so much attention, you know, to that. I was just, you know, I didn't believe any of the rumors. I do believe you don't give, give up on that, even though, you know, year in and year out, you're still seeing the same unfortunate mistakes from him. But I never thought it was going to be an option until they keep looking at tight ends. And then I flipped the script on myself and I said, well, that can't be the case because, you know, with the running backs that they're signing, it's not like they don't know that Saquon Barkley is their, you know, RB1. So I don't know. I just, I really want to know what their game plan is. And, and yes, you could, you could have depth up the yin yang. Depth is great on any position. Yeah, and I think with running backs, it's just like they signed Devontae Booker. He's the number two. It's like, let's just bring in a bunch of guys and see who our number three is. You know, I know they drafted Brightwell. I think um, Brightwell's good. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of his. I think I think he's I think he's good. Remember, remember you and I we spoke about some running backs, but we were on the same page. Or you wanted a different wide receiver. I talk this is the first time I'm talking to you since the draft. Remember how high I was on Tony? I really thought that he was. I thought Tony was the number one receiver outside of the big three. And you know, I didn't really love Devontae Smith. Right. I just thought he was small. And I don't care. You come at me all you want. Not you guys, anybody. I just think he's going to be in the blue tent and he's not even going to play versus the Giants. But Kadarius Tony to me was my number one on my list. I think he's so freaking good with one cleat or two. So I, I watched him. I did the whole thing on him. I didn't even really think of him though for the Giants because one, we were at 11. So, you know. Correct. We, we, didn't, we hadn't traded down at the time. And he's just such a unique player where I was like, that just doesn't fit with what the Giants are doing. So yeah. you mentioned, like, what gets me excited about the offense is not just like, oh, we're going to change, we're going to be different. It's like, well, now they've got some of the pieces to actually do that. Yeah. You know, like, you don't – you like, as much as people, including myself, aren't fans of Jason Garrett, he's not an idiot, you know. Like, when we all say they got to use Kadarius Tony in the right way, Jason Garrett's not like, oh, uh, what? Like, I thought he just lined up a wide receiver, you know, regular. Like, like he's not an idiot. So, like, I feel like that is the exciting part. It's like, oh, they're actually going to try and do some new stuff. So, I'm, I'm excited for Tony, man. I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm really. It's going to sound funny, but I'm, I'm more excited for special teams. Hmm. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm, I'm a big anti-special teams guy. I, I don't care about special teams. I know Joe Judge loves it. But like in the Joe Judge report, I skip over the special team segment. <laughs> I I don't pay any attention to special teams. Well, I'm also an analytics guy, so I just hate punting or field goals in general. <laughs> All right, so both of you, so so it's just so important because it's kind of the battle of field position, and I believe the Giants going to win that battle this year. And they 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 haven't done something like that in years, in years. So I mean, think about Tony getting us. You know, 20, 20 yards, 25 yards, 30, 30 yards a clip. Or, you know, I don't I don't know. I'm really excited. Oh, for as a punt return, I want him to return punts. Yeah. Like, I don't know about kick returner. People say he doesn't return. Like, as a punt return, I want him back. Like, he's the perfect punt return player. And yeah. I think he should I'm do sorry, kicks, I'm too. I, I'm sorry to both of you. When I was talking that, I was – I only had punt returner in my head. Yeah, just special teams. It's like I, I get bored with special teams. I know they're important. I get they're important. I just well, get here's a here's them. a positive spin. Here's a positive spin. You know the 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 worst weakness the Giants defense had last year 
was getting off the field on third down, right? You know, the whole yeah. bend, but yeah. don't break. And, and I'm, you know, I'm glad everybody has, we're on, we're on the same wavelength about if there's an area the Giants defense can improve, it's their ability to get off on third down. Giants get, get off the field on third down a lot more this year. They improve as a defensive unit. Yeah. They, that, that should be the expectation. And then you have Kadarius Tony returning punts, hopefully. And then we have a average starting field position of like the 35 you know, maybe even like 37, 40 yard line, which that's not, I, I look oh at those, God. those numbers are on football outsiders. That's not like that out of the realm amazing. of possibility. Yeah. That would be, a, that would be, a, if that's in the realm of possibility, which it is Justin, that's, that's, I'm just tired of being pinned in tired of it. Yeah. And then the three and outs and them getting the, you know, the ball back on their, their 40. I'm just tired of that. It's just disgusting football. And although it's, it's uh, you know, it's, it's, it's boring. It's the game. And now you're just battling field position instead of concentrating on freaking your plays. Oh, it sucks. He's an exciting player, man. I can't wait to see what his role is. And, you know, and it's like there's no clear path to where he's going to play. Like Shepard's still on this team. Slate, like, Slate, like he doesn't play outside. So, like, I'm excited to see what he does, how he's used. And I think they, sh- like you mentioned, returns. Give him hand, like, let him do a million things. Put him put him and Saquon on opposite sides of Daniel Jones and just confuse teams before the snap. Like I'm, he's a uh, very I, I, exciting I, player where if you use him right, you know, you can look at this and we're like, wow, what a genius pick. But if you use him the wrong way, you can look at it and like, wow, they really screwed this one up. And and then it goes back to what you said about, uh, you know, JG is he's sitting there going, which I agree he's not. And uh, I just, like you said, I want Tony getting the ball on a quick, on a quick drop from Jones, hit him behind a line of scrimmage, hit him right over the line of scrimmage, and just let him do his work. I mean, I mean, I can't wait for both of you to put these ridiculous numbers out of yards, of the yak of Kadarius Tony. I can't wait for that. He's got seven catches from three yards and or less for 280 yards. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's going to be amazing. Give Daniel Jones some easy yards. That man's I feel like that man's never had an easy yard in his life besides like yep. a couple from his rookie years. Like I, yep. he's never just like wow, look at this, you know, 5-yard throw that turned into like 50 yards. He never gets yep. that. No, um, I, I I'm glad you brought up uh, Jones. I've been I've been <laughs> Jones in to to talk about this, but I cannot can you guys say enough about what the Giants did in this draft? I can't I am so freaking happy. I don't know why anybody didn't like what they did. They literally fleeced another team, took another one from the Dolphins, put themselves in a position that, and I know all of us believe in Daniel Jones. I, I, I believe, I believe he's going to be, I believe he's going to be the franchise quarterback. And if he's, if he's freaking not, then, then you have a number one, another number one and package that with a number one from 22 and you go wherever you want in the draft. I think you, you have so many options. It's ridiculous. I don't know. Anybody would be upset at that. Yeah. They, they kind of perfectly meshed, you know, what they did in free agency was like, Hey, we got to rock and roll kind of right now. We got to figure out if, if this core group of guys, especially on the offensive side of the ball, you know, the, the, the last three first picks taken in the, in the draft, you know, going back to Barkley, Jones, and then even AT. We got to find out if these guys are it. They did that in free agency in terms of supporting them and then building for the future as well. So it, it, mesh, it was just a perfect mesh of like, how do we go right now? And then also 
how do we build up the assets to even get better or even just build for the future overall? So yeah, you're, you're, you're totally right on that. You know, I was, I was tweeting, you know, it's, it's tough when you, when you get a quarterback, uh, you know, and he might not work out for your team, you know, to be a homer or to be, you know, looking at the glass half full, it's, it's almost like when people wanted to get rid of Manning, it's like, well, you're not going to get rid of Manning because you don't have a replacement. So suck it up, shut your mouth, and, and rock with it until the wheels fall off. Not saying Geno Smith or any of those guys is just dumb at the time, but you just didn't have a replacement. And I thought, going back before the draft, the Giants were in the same position with Daniel Jones. I, I want to believe he's the guy. I do believe he's the guy. And it didn't matter because – he is the guy for the next five, six, seven, eight years in my brain. And then the draft happened. And then you could literally say, yeah, yeah, he's the guy. But, and you could never say that before. Now you can. And if, if, if the rumors were true that, that Gettleman was the one who reached out to the Bears, then this, this freaking guy hit a home run. A, a home run. Yeah, and, you know, I want to hear about, you know, speaking of just trading down, how did the draft party react? Because you were there, and um, I'm sure a lot of people wanted Devonta Smith. A lot of people wanted Mike Parsons. So I'm sure a lot of people were confused. So tell us kind of like that overall reaction that your draft party had about trading down and maybe not getting the guy that everybody wanted. So so thanks for that. And and, and I wish you guys could have made it. It was it was really a lot of fun. I mean, we had 300 people. We tried to keep it under 300 because even though we were allowed 500 or something, we, it was good. It was 300. We had 12, you know, former giants, you know, uh, uh, Darnay Holmes had a great, you know, time. It was just a lot of fun to be with everybody. But when that, when, when Parsons left, of course, all the Parsons fans and the defense defensive fans, you know, they were upset and that's okay because he's a great player. And if the Giants picked him at 11, I would have been damn happy about it. But he was off the board and then this trade happens. And yeah, people were shocked because come on, man, that, that doesn't really happen. The Eagles and the Cowboys just goes to show you how much the Eagles really wanted to, to you know, jump over the Giants, number one, and take Smith, number two, in that order, probably. So, so there was a lot of anger and yelling and cursing, you know, on the atrium floor when that happened, but that's also a sign of a good football team that had draft capital to do that. Yeah. We don't care. Take this and this because we got plenty of draft picks, which is something the giants could never do until now. So, so the reaction was, uh, was, was, you know, pretty, that was bad. They didn't like it. Um, but let's wait and see what happens at 11. And then when 11 happens, I think, uh, again, the fan base erupts uh, in anger. But it was like, wait, let's see what's going on. And then it was like, I want to trade back. For, I never wanted to pick. I just wanted to trade back 500 <laughs> times. I never wanted to pick anybody after that. Just get, go ahead. Give me another draft pick. Give me another draft pick. It didn't matter to me after that. But in the end... You know, you got to let your team go. You got to got to trust the brain trust. And they came away with an unbelievable player and all these draft picks. So I think it was great. And and with you mentioned, like, I've always been, you know, people like, oh, blame the, you know, 
give judge the credit for the good stuff Gettleman does or or on the other side it's like well it wasn't Dave Gettleman it was John Mayer I've always been like hey Dave Gettleman's the general manager I'm giving him credit for the good stuff and I'm blaming him for the bad like he the, the moves like what like that's what I've always done um but with the draft part edge I do want to say on a serious note congratulations because uh, you got you hadn't done any events since yeah. you know COVID had started at, you know it took away your softball game two years in a row and I know you've done a lot of stuff to try and make up for that. Um, but every single person I talked to that went made me jealous that I wasn't there because yeah. they all said they uh, had a great time. So I do want to say congratulations you, uh, on thank that. Thank you. Thank you for that. And we raised five, $5,000 for charity. So that was, oh. that was big. $5,000, big number. So we, 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 literally, we, we literally turned a whole – we were able to make a whole Bleeding Blue episode after Snacks went there of the store the stories and the the stories that he got from the players that he met there we turned it into a whole episode so you know, congratulations I, I saw, on an awesome event uh, thank you it's funny because i saw him and his crew and i was like all right just stay right here and have fun and then i literally sent the players you know his way he just they found a nice niche and look when you're an intelligent football fan like you guys, like like snacks, you know, yeah. and you know what you're don't, talking don't about. Give him, you, don't give him that credit, please. Uh, and, and you've built friendships via social media or not. Um, you know, it's pretty cool when you're chatting about some of the stuff that you chatted about on DM with those players. That's why it was a really cool night. So thank you both for that. For sure. Now, you did it with Darnay, and, and you obviously did a lot of other stuff with Darnay, and, and, you know, we had him on, and I'm pretty sure you told him to come on, so thank you for that again. I, let me ask you this. How does he feel with Aaron Robinson? Because Darnay had an awesome rookie year. He's one of the, you know, we feel good about him. You know, it's, he's, he played well at a position that rookies usually struggle at, and then they trade up to get a corner for that same – like, how is he feeling right now? Because I, I, I would – you know, you compete, you got to compete every day. But if I was Darnay Holmes, I'd be like, damn, like, really? Like, that's who you guys traded up for? I would be kind of like a little bothered, not bothered to where I'm like mad at the team, but I would be like, all right, that's how it is. Let's, let's see who wins this. He's taking, so I talked to him when it happened, literally when it happened. And he took a very New York Giants uh, approach to it. And it's like, God, it's great depth. This is phenomenal as, you know, whoever, you know, great to have in, in, our, in our position. Number one, you know, welcome to the family. And then I waited a few days, a game of call and said, hey, do you remember when you said this, this and this? Like, do you still feel that way? Because I'm sure your friends or family or close ones said, hey, what the hell? Why did Jones do that? So, but he stayed the course and he still is like, he, to Dornay, who's such a good kid, he was just like, that's just, just going to make me grind more. Hmm. So, you know, he's working out harder and this and that. And to be honest with you, you you take a look at the way Robinson looks. He looks like a freaking baller. And they play very <laughs> – they play different ways too. It's not like they're just like, oh, they both played nickel corner. Like they both play different types of football. I do think Darnay will win it at least year one. We'll see. Um, but, I, you know, I it's cool that he is handling that well because I wouldn't handle that. Like if that kind of – if that thing happened to me, I would not handle that well. I would be like, you know – now, obviously, I wouldn't be like demand a trade, but I would be pissed. I would be pissed off, but at the same time, it probably makes them work harder too. So well, let me ask you, Bobby. Is I know that the the talent uh, level is completely different, but but what if you're Saquon Barkley and the Giants are getting three running backs? I, I'm just saying, I, the talent pool is completely different there. But 
But I, I say, Quan, like, hey, what the hell? I'm busting my ass here. I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll. I worked out every single day to get better. And you guys just keep getting people behind me. Why didn't you just stick with, you know, 22 behind me? And that would have been it. So yeah. what's the difference? If they had drafted one in the second round, I would feel that way. Yeah. And also, Saquon is just point. so clear-cut better than everybody else, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's, it's just like they could have drafted Travis Etienne, and I don't think we would have even argued who's going to win that job between him and Saquon. That's, I mean, that's a, that's a very But also, valid. it probably would bother him, too, which it should. Like, that's the way athletes' minds should work, you know? Also, it's a, it's a volume thing, too, because, you know, corner, you can have 10 really damn good reps in a row. Um, and then the one time that you're picked on, it'll be, you know, then guess what? You know, you're the, you're the talk of the town that week, or, you know, you can get your, you know, especially if there's going to be a split between Robinson and Holmes this year, I really do think, especially on the defensive side of the ball, whether it be pass rusher or whether it be in the secondary, getting those reps in there and being fresh and, you know, getting to know the guy across from you, I think that's a pretty valuable thing. And if you get burned on that one play, it's like, damn, like that's, it's, yeah, it's I- a bad look, you know? I agree with you. Wait, hey, what's Robinson's speed? Um, do we know? I, mean, I don't believe any of the numbers, but he's not—he's not like a burner or nothing. No, no, no. He looks like a hitter. He is, dude. He can, yeah, he, he is. Yeah, he—he he plays aggressive. Like he is very aggressive, like Hansy. Um, where Darnay's not that way, you know, like yes, he's very I like see, technical. Yes, I see Darnay breaking up the pass. I see Robinson breaking it up by by hitting it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, so, that's fair. Yeah. Um, so it's, I mean, it's, it's, if I were him, I would be mad too. So I, I was just kind of, I'm intrigued on how he feels. Now I do think Darnay wins it, um, in camp, but it's, it's going to be yeah. interesting. I mean, look, look, we, we've become, uh, we've become pretty close. I don't think that close. I, I don't think he's, t- I don't think he's telling me what he's telling his brother. No, no, no. And I, <laughs> he, 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 you know, that's, <laughs> you know, it's, it's 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 uh it's funny because you know when you start becoming closer to a player or them telling you some things you know that that trust I mean you guys you guys are friendly with nasty Nate you you know you know what the deal is when it becomes you know this this friendship you really there's got to be trust on both sides like hey I'm telling you that uh xyz is happening the first time it's tweeted the first time it's tweeted or told to someone else and it gets back to them. You're never to be trusted again. So it's, it's, it's a, it's something that you have to keep in house. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of, uh, speaking of kind of like making friends and uh, you know, making connections and whatnot, you know, you kind of, you know, you kind of helped us make that connection with Dornay Holmes. So thank you for that. That was kind of cool. No um, doubt. You know, we, we just interviewed Nick Gates. So he's, he's right. a friend of the program too. So I want to know, you know, us well, mm-hmm. uh, we, we know you well, you know us well. Which like current or old giant do you feel like we got to make a connection with and you feel like would get our vibe? We would get his vibe. He would get our vibe and we would have like overall just kind of a good time with who, who do you well, think? You know, I, I, I love that you, I love that you asked that because you've already gotten two who I would have said right off the top and that's soy, and Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. Those are our I guys. Mean, the two, I, that is that right. Or just laugh because that's all you could do. Those guys are like, home runs every time we talk to them and uh, at this point in my life I don't care if I ever you know they didn't even play football I just like them as people um I promised Justin I promised you and Snacks I would I would hook you up with with Jacobs and I still think 
this connection right here would be unbelievable too because the just the stories that come out of that guy's mouth it is is stupid i mean he literally runs the show he he runs the show every time i ever hung out with the guy when he was playing to when we went away on vacation with players he's the center of attention and he's really good at it and can hold the freaking you know can hold the story the microphone whatever for for hours I, so i want Whenever uh, we talk to him, I want it to be in person because I, I really think that would make a difference where it's like, okay, I actually interviewed him way back. Um, when oh, yeah, I, I think he told me that. And, well, he was, you know, he had his, his kids team. It was like the Atlanta yeah. Giants or whatever. Yes. Yeah. And, he you know, they were looking for help. And I was like, hey, I'll, I was like, I'll give you, I was like, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll venue 20 bucks, you know, I'll, you know and 50 bucks if, if you do an interview. Um. So we did he an probably, interview. Hey, he probably he probably said Keep I was it so nervous because he's one of my favorite players. I wanted to ask him the the question I I wanted to ask that I didn't ask was being like, man, what was going through your mind as there's a Colts fan fighting for your helmet in the stands and not wanting to give it back? Hold hold on a second. Where where oh man, I I have a I have a picture. So I'm I'm at the game, right. I'm behind the Giants bench, and Brandon is – don't know what happened, whether it was on the field, uh, something on the field. Uh, he comes off and gets chewed out a little bit, comes over to the bench and goes – like, like, like <laughs> literally went to smash his helmet on the bench. The face mask gets caught in his glove. I, I, Bobby, just I, – I see it's, – it's 10 feet from me. I'm looking at – and he was my, he's my good friend. So I'm watching him the entire time. He misses the bench and it goes right over my head. I have a picture hanging here somewhere of me and, and like, like this, like you have, like, you gotta be kidding me. It's just literally two, two, two rows from me. And, and they, they're, you're right. Some ladies not giving it back. <laughs> no, it was right? like the end of the game. I was, I remember being like, if that's me, it's like kick me out. I'm taking this helmet with me. I, I, I mean, look. I obviously I wanted it thrown to me. I would have given it back like a jerk. But here's the here's the. Uh, this is funny to me. I don't know about you guys, but I was sitting next to a couple, nice, you know, maybe 50s, 60s couple, just nice people from Indianapolis, and they're telling me, you know, the who's your favorite player and this and that, and I'm Brandon Jacobs. Oh, oh, we really like Brandon Jacobs. You know, he's he's a good dude. He, you know, good football player. This and that. Helmet goes to the stands. Guy turns. He goes. He's such a douche. I'm like, what? you just said he was a shut up. So it was like it was a nightmare after he threw that helmet in. I mean, a nightmare. They didn't want to give it back. I have a picture of the lady. She was like, I'm not giving it back. And then of course the yellow coats came down and got it back. I, the stupid thing that goes. I just imagine that lady like swinging the helmet. Like, I'm not. Can you imagine? Back. Can you imagine Tom Coughlin? Tom Cough. What do you What do you mean they won't give your helmet back? Like coach, I think Coughlin, they just won't give it back. Trust me, Coughlin was more mad at Jacobs for that thing winding up in the stands, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jacobs. He was probably trying to keep it on the down. You know when like Jacobs is a big I don't give a damn type of guy. I guarantee you, as soon as that happened, uh, for a man that probably doesn't have his heart sink a lot, his heart yeah. probably sunk. Like, yep. oh, that I was totally, totally that was agree. bad. That was a really bad. <laughs> yep. But so. but Justin Justin, getting back to that, I. I I would like to see you guys get close with Tuck. I think I think he would love 
your style, both of you, your knowledge. He's into that. He's a very uh, cerebral guy. Um, and, you know, Bobby would have to just brush up on his um, on his numbers because I know he gets those wrong with like eight <laughs> and stuff. But, um, you know. I probably got- would, honestly. I forgot. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I thought you said like with eight. Yeah, I could have. That, I can't believe I screwed that up. <laughs> you, you, you'd say Tuck, you know, when you were playing, you know, 44, and he'd be like, no, that's college. But anyway. Well, um, I didn't know that was his college number, so you're just talking oh, yeah. something. You, you guys, you guys would, would, would really hit it off with that. But I'm going to ask you guys, I want you to do something for me. I have a different idea for you guys, and we'll announce it. I'll announce it right here. Maybe you could run with something like this. You ready? Yes. Ready. All right. I, I want you guys to start talking with Brandon Jacobs and his son. Now, Braden is going to make it to the, to the pros. He's big. He's a big boy. I've known him since he was born. And right about now is the time he's starting to receive letters. So maybe you guys could take a different approach to your show and start following someone like him or doing a monthly or every two months or every three months, something where you're leading all the way up to it. And by the time you're done and he gets picked, you've had three years worth of content. Would he like that? Because like, okay, like Soybert's son, like I, I know he's got a son who plays football, you know, Hunter. I don't know how, you know, I don't, I don't know how good he is, he, but I've always been he's, like, he's good. He's good. But Braden is, Braden is on the, already on the path. He's already, He's already known by the college coaches. Right. He's on the path of being a top-rated tackle. So, so don't you think? Like I was saying to myself, I'm not into that stuff. I would love to if 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 they're comfortable with it. But I, I always I like think, kids are weird. You know, it's like you you want to be careful with you know. No, no, I, got no, a, no. I actually have a on on a related note. I just found out this week that Thomas McGahey's son is going to St. Peter's Prep where I work. And McGay, first, and McGay, he's another freaking fantastic dude. I mean, he's a he's a great dude. Um, but but getting back to that, you, great great point about talking to a kid. But you wouldn't be talking to him X's and O's. He doesn't want to talk about that. Right. You know how is school? Like, what do your parents say when you get these letters? Like, are they keeping you? You know, or do you think you're going? You know, here and they want you to go here, or you know, or talk to him as a family. Like Brandon, what, what's this dude doing? What do you got him? You got him? Got him in the weight room every day, which he does. So I just think it would be, I think it would be great content. And then you sell it to HBO and you make millions. Sounds. You know what? Senior year before he makes his decision, we'll we'll talk with him and we'll try and convince him to go. You know, wherever maybe we'll make a connection with a college coach I, and we'll try and. I tell you what. I will tell you what. Keep that. Keep that. You know, under your hat. Not under your hat because everybody's gonna know now that we talk about it. Keep that to yourselves. I'll hook you up with Jacobs to do one of these, and you ask him about it when you're talking to him. All right, we'll we'll, we'll definitely talk with him. Uh, I'm I'm um, now I do want to do it in person, but I, I would do it over. I'm just I'm talking trash at this point. So let, we're talking in person. Are you sad that you have to start going to all the games again? Or are you excited? Sad. <laughs> so I'm not gonna lie, man. I look. I got to five games last year, which was a ton. But I did like watching it on TV. I did. I did a lot. And I liked watching it, turning it off, and going to bed. Instead of, instead of getting ready to go to the airport, taking a red eye, and going to school 
about an hour when I until I land. So, you know, I have an awesome time with Giants Nation on the road. It's a lot of fun. I meet a ton of people, but man, I really did like it. That was my first time missing games in 20 years. So even though I got to five, this year will be my 21st with an asterisk. Um, I don't know. I might take a different approach when this ends. You know, I got to save a little money last year. I haven't done that in a long time. So it's, you know, a little bit of both. I'm excited. I'm excited to see the players. I'm excited to listen. You guys know I sit so close. So listening to, you know, the X's and O's and, and the blocking assignments, I, I hear those things. Like, I'm, I, I know what they're doing. You know, it's pretty cool. So, and this I'm seems to be to a lot more, uh, this seems to be a lot more of an animated coaching staff and like active, not to, not to give any shots <laughs> at the previous coaching staffs, but active coaching staffs compared to the previous two. Well, that, that's what happens when you have a coach for every player. Yeah, literally. For <laughs> real. <laughs> uh, what, what are we going to do in Tampa? I always say Tampa brings the worst out in people. So I want to, I want to <laughs> see. License play guy at his worst. That's what I want to see. Time out. Time out. Time out. Does does Tampa bring the worst out, or does Mons Venus bring the worst? I mean, let's be let's keep it real. <laughs> I'm already. <laughs> uh, never mind. But uh, t- uh, oh man, I got some Tampa stories that uh, I I'll tell you when we're over. But it's like how did how did this last ten minutes happen? Like it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> so I, we- I really I really enjoy Tampa. I, I make myself, uh, you know, uh, I make it a, a nice weekend. Um, and then at the end, I make myself a bet that that stupid pirate chip is it, is it going to scare me? And it does every time. Oh, yeah. Every time. I'm a very like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a very like jumpy person. Like I, I'm, a, I'm a flincher like that. It might might be the softest thing about me is I, like, I, I flinch like you can <laughs> um, like that Kobe, like the Matt Barnes, Kobe Bryant. Like I'm flinching every time. Sorry. Oh, man, that's a that's uh. going but luckily, it's it's Monday Night Football, which I'm excited about because that means we get to you know I spend the Sunday in Tampa, and then all day Monday, and then it's and then it's go to the game. Yeah, that's the only thing I don't like our Monday Night games away, because I can't get home not only Monday night because it ends at midnight. I gotta wait until the plane leaves on Tuesday, and I miss work on both days. Yeah, so it doesn't. You know, even though my school already knows how effed up I am, they're, they're, it, it's just not a good look. And I try very hard not to miss any work. You know, if I'm on my deathbed, I'm still I'm still going to work because I know I'm going to miss days when football season comes around. So I, I'm literally so so I get the schedule. Maybe 24 hours before it's announced. Right. Um, I got uh, the preseason but, schedule, though, and I broke that. And nobody cared. Sweet, you are blue check this guy. Nobody so, cares. So, so I, I, I get the schedule, and my friend really gives it to me because I, I, I book all my travel, and I want to get it before you know everybody else jumps on it or whatever. So I literally spend twenty four hours booking my travel, and the, these, these, uh, these games are, you know, I'm, I'm excited for the Chargers away, and then I, I think I, I so, so the twenty sixth. I'm driving to Philly. I'm getting on a plane after the game to Aruba. I'm spending my 
the rest of after Christmas break in Aruba. I get on a plane January 1st after celebrating New Year's in Aruba. I land in Chicago on the 1st. I go to the game on the 2nd. I'm back on the 2nd at night, and I have work on the 3rd. Beautiful. I love it. Beautiful. Um, Join me. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do talking giants in Aruba. <laughs> Don't threaten me with a good time. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking, speaking of Philly, speaking of Philly. Yeah. Um, I have this theory and this, this, you know, we're in the month of May, so nothing can go wrong. Everything's going to go right. So you, you followed the Yankees and Astros type of type of yep. environment that happened. Great now, tweet on your part. Great tweet, Justin. What about wanting it week one? And that's Great why tweet. Yeah. All right, so it, it didn't happen, but I still have <laughs> like, I still have like this slight, like for, think of think of that and how like insane that was and then maybe 40 percent of that that is what i'm expecting when philadelphia comes rolling in now i really i i have this hope that giants fans are still going to remember last year and even though it's a different coach and everything like that you know i still have this expectation that the giant that giants fans are going to take that personally now we won't let them forget bro don't be good. a dog good T- tell, me, a dog. tell me tell me Tell me if I'm being like, tell me if I'm being unrealistic, if I really, if to really think that we're going to be intense that game or is MetLife just going to be MetLife? Let's bring batteries. We have one year, one full year of Eagle fans and Giant fans going at it because of of don't be a dog. And that we have a lot more months left in it. And when I say year, I mean a full year, meaning win more than six games, uh, eat a dick, and, and, and don't put in Sudfeld, sorry. So, so we have, we literally are going to go back and forth, and that better, better fill up the stands. Now, look, the Giants, I, Justin, uh, Bobby, I pray to God that, what is it, week 12, right? It's, I just know it's after Thanksgiving. I'm actually going to, I'm going up for that one. Is it week 12? Yes, because Tampa's week 11 and then Philly's week 12. So, yes. So, so with that said, guys, you know Giants fans. You know that they, that they have PSLs. If the, if the Giants are three, you know, an eight, three and nine, Stop. there'll be Philly fans again in MetLife filling up all the seats. Because you sold your tickets for big time money, which it will be because it's Giants Eagles, and Justin will not get what he wants. Well, we're gonna win, so it doesn't matter. You better hope to God the freaking Giants are are have a decent record and are in the mix because of the fans that will take the the the, the easy way out. And that'll piss me off. I just want to win, man. It's been too long. Dude, it's you know, been- I want to win week one. I'm so tired of losing week losing week one. There's not a worse week to lose, and we lose it every single year. I just give me a week one win. So now it sucks we don't get a full week of gloating because we have Thursday night football. But hopefully we can start out two and zero and then have ten days. Oh yeah, um, I'm sure. I'm sure we're really upset about not being able to gloat for, for at least four days. <laughs> yeah, I'll I mean, we'll, we'll we'll I'll take it. Like people like hey, last hey. year, we started out zero and five. For week 12. Oh, I know what you're doing. Week, for week 12. Is it this one? I like that one. Only Let's one? see the other one. 
You should just wear the one that says zero and just be like, I don't care. You know I got rid of that. Oh mm. yeah. <laughs> so so we're gonna we're gonna zero class them. I think zero class is the way to go because they'd be like, oh well, we won one more recently. Well, so yeah, I, I, I like the zero class one. It's funny because I've had those now, well, maybe two two years, and I and we just get blown out, and the Giants' record sucks, and I just I won't wear it because I look dumb. So it's just been sitting in the closet. So there's a time where I could wear it. I'm excited for it. Me um, too. Any any anything with E Rock that you got planned up? No, but uh, you know, he, uh, he did he, something that made me laugh. So I I, I won't say it. I'm, but E Rock got in my good graces for at least a day. E Rock E Rock is is a good dude. He was the original LPG impersonator. He made some funny videos with a blonde wig and hair in his face, and it was actually pretty funny. And and um, we went at each other pretty pretty hard in the beginning, and then became friends out of it. And I reached out of him out of out of the blue after he won the Super Bowl, and that's when we raised ten thousand three hundred dollars for that Super Bowl zero jersey. And then he burned it the first week of uh, first week of, of of opening day the the next year. And I think you need one friend in Philly because you know it's like if you don't have that one guy, it's like it's just all hell will break loose in that stadium. It it still will. Yeah, that's it's true. Funny, it's but- funny he they burned that jersey on opening day the following year, and they invited me. And I'm like, dude, you'll burn me in that jersey. I'm, there's no way I'm going there. <laughs> They're and I savages, man. It's, savage, it's unreal. Savage. But you know what? I will tell you guys one thing, and I'm completely jealous of it, to learn on the truth. I think we were at $9,400. We, we wanted to break 10000 And the Eagles donated 600 bucks to them. Yeah. The Eagles... Eagles- the Eagles, the Eagles fans, they are very diehard fans. I re- like, I know we now. Don't get me wrong, we're Giants fans. We're gonna give, give them trash and you know the zero class stuff, but like they are a fan base that is like rabid and they Agreed. don't give up Agreed. on their team. You know, no, but Bobby and they, and they consume. Talking- I look at so I look at podcast charts. You know, because like let's see where we are. Yeah. Eagles ones are always like at the top. It's like even when they're losing, like Eagles fans, they consume the Eagles. They are like from week zero to week 17, they are into it. Well, I know one guy that's not doing his podcast anymore. Oh, well, yeah, let's, let's, I don't know if he had, I don't know if he had a podcast. No, I I just think he made videos. I just think he made videos. Bobby, you, you, you know. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Fat boy. But, but look, look, I, I didn't mean Bobby when I said the Eagles gave money. The Eagles organization gave the six hundred. Oh wow! The Eagles organization cool. gave him six hundred dollars. The Giants, the Giants would never do something like that in a trillion years. No. They gave him six hundred dollars when they said they wanted to burn the jersey in the parking lot. The Eagles got the fire department to make sure it was okay and then sent the truck there. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. The Eagles organization. That made me so jealous. So we gotta burn something when I'm up there. We're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna try and do some like tailgate thing. Uh, burn something. Iraq's coming to my tailgate. So when you guys come up, we'll burn him. How right, uh, how good. um how terrible is the is the is the walk to parking lot K for you? It, it, uh, not many people have survived walking near the stadium to parking lot K. Wait, you took 
in 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 Philly? No, in, at MetLife, uh, the, the walk to parking lot K. No, stop it. I'm I'm in G, and it's it's just all the way out. It's not that. It's not. It's not bad at all. What do you? It's it's not bad at all. People complain because a, a lot of people when they park closer to the stadium, and then I then they oh where are you? Where are you at? I'm in parking lot K. It's like oh I'm not coming out there. Yeah, they because I think I think that's that's exactly the way they sound too. I think that when you walk around MetLife, you walk around the air conditioner. They just don't want to fan out all the way out, and that's where K is. Yeah, because I, I love being by Route Three. I just get I I pull out and I'm and I'm right on Route Three, and I love it. Yeah. Also, it, if it helps your feet regain the blood flow walking to your car after it's ten degrees, which which it's a painful process, but I love it. I got so cold when I was at that Eli's last game. I was that was sick not afterwards. cold. I yeah. had to wrap myself. I literally went to the hotel. And I just totally wrapped myself in a blanket for like an hour and a half. But I felt I was I was so cold it was sick. Justin. Justin, he's a Floridian dude. Oh my god! It was, I, that was it was windy in that game. I was. It's always was, windy. It's, it's East Rutherford. Hey, I just got this one. You like this one? And I, you hit. Wait, say say something, Joe. It's split. Northern Illinois, Dakota. Oh, God, how did I not get that one? Northern Illinois. Where's the Dakota from? It's split. He actually had two of them. Oh, I didn't so, know that. Yeah, so you have to look that up. So that was Galladay. Yeah, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, how's he doing? Have you talked to him recently? Uh, only uh, I talked to him once on right after the Giants signed him and then one other time about two weeks ago. And he's a very monotone dude. You'll start yeah. to see you'll start to see his interviews. He's, uh, he's just laid back, just wants to play football and doesn't really care about a lot of other things. He's not a, he's not a partier. You know, he was not going to the city. He's not, he's, he's good. He's good. The rest of the team is man. They are having, they are, they are like, they are, they're like a college team, man. They are together (laughs) all the time. This team right now. I love it. I love seeing like, like, you know, it's and maybe it has to do with being a younger team, but you know what? They got some vets on the team too. Like they are really a tight knit group right now. Um, I, I I like I like the Logan Ryan and all the D backs. I like I like the line and Jones hanging out all the time. Yeah. Um, and that's and that's all the time. So yeah, I I I agree with you. I like the way that's that that they handle themselves when it comes to that. It's crazy how we just like almost by accident ran into Logan Ryan Lane. And I know there was probably some interest during free agency and stuff like that, but it, it honestly just felt like Logan Ryan was a spur of the moment type of signing. You know, McKinney goes down. We don't bring in McKinney. We don't bring in Ryan without McKinney going down yet. This is, I, I absolutely love Logan Ryan, probably more for just who he is as a guy and who he is as a teammate off the field than on the, than on the field. And really, and I usually like, don't like to like those kind of like storylines. It's like, you know, I'm kind of just like a fan. I want to see you play, but really like, this is, he is like the one exception where it's like, I freaking love you because you can feel like how he's like a gel for this team. Yeah. um, Which is awesome. He's going to be uh, probably going to be a captain. I I, I would be surprised if he's not. If he's not right. Me too. I agree. Speaking of what, what are you wearing? Oh man, who is this? Who is this, Jobby? She looks like a you know field by goal that. kicker holder. You should, you should know by that. 
28. Uh, is that Felix Jones? <laughs> no, that was Arkansas. Wow, I really even screwed up that dumb joke. The Joe Judge jersey. I, li- I love it, man. Joe Judge's first win. You know, I said, let's, let's I, see the know, patch. Let's see the patch. I was coming on with you guys. I didn't know if I should wear my Shermer or my Judge, but I went with this one. That's beautiful. That is that is a a great photo. That was training camp was was very fun last year, and that's that's the patch I was talking about. That is like a cool picture, but it's also like that dude had three football players just on his shoulders, like no <laughs> yeah. big deal. You like that's that doesn't get it. That that photo doesn't get enough play. You're right. A lot right. of strong people can do the totem pole. Like yes, it's it's you know it's not like I've done the totem pole. I'm a big dude, but it was always smaller guys. He not only had three football players, he had one on this shoulder, one on this shoulder. Like, that's way like harder than just a total. Stop goal. it. I do, I do like three or four of my nieces and nephews. They're like two and three. Oh, yeah. I, I'm 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 still like that's that's where I show off my strength is against little kids, too. Like I'll like and, and my height, I'll put them on the roof and stuff. And like, all right, I'll see you later, and then let them, you know, cry for five seconds and then and then those Floridians. Dude, um, I, is is pickleball big where you are? No, but I meant to ask you, what's your deal with pickleball? I've been seeing you post about it nonstop for like the last two weeks. All right, look, I don't even know what I, it is. I, I really. I, I'm sure I'm gonna, I'm sure I'm gonna get beat up for this, but because uh, it's, it's, it should be well known. I brought pickleball to my school maybe, I don't know, 15 years ago, and it never, it never took off. But pickleball's been around since like the 60s, bro. It's, it's been around. So look, you, it's ping pong and and which is really a very good at ping pong and tennis combined. And you take like half a tennis court, turn it around. And that's kind of the size of it. And then you play with a, with a pickleball racket, which is like a a paddleball racket and a wiffle ball. And it's super competitive, Bobby. I mean, super competitive. I don't care whether you're 16 or 60, if you're 82 or 12, you're playing. And with it's doubles, it's it's just extremely competitive. So I started playing. Yeah, baby. You, I'm telling you, I started playing again. I've always played, but I started playing in tournaments now, so, which is mind-boggling. I have one next weekend, two the following weekend. I play a singles and I play doubles and I play mixed doubles. It's incredible. I love. I, I just watched ten. Se- I just watched twenty seconds of it and it really is like ping pong. So now I want to play. You, whereas like. I played. I, you know, seven, I played a little like tennis at PE and was horrible at it. I played. This looks like I could. I could get down a little bit. Not a lot you know of movement. Cha- it's just ping pong yes. skills. Yep. You know, challenges challenge me. Uh, uh, Bachman. I saw him post about it too. So yeah. You- he he reached out. He was like, "Stop it!" I'm like, "Stop what? Stop with these videos. I crush you." I'm like, "Oh, I, it's so on. It's not even funny." I'm like, "I'm gonna run your twenty-something-year-old ass all over the court." So I can't wait to play him. I really can't. So when he's he's this there's another thing why I freaking hate COVID because everyone everybody would have been in by now. You know? Yeah. So your your boy, um, your boy nasty uh nasty uh nasty Gates, Nick. Nasty Nick is um at plays as well. He just started. So it's me and my partner versus Bachman and Gates. Maybe Tampa Monday morning we'll sweat off the night before playing a little pickleball. Done. And For when real, I play let's do Bachman, it. We'll make a video out of it and everything. And when I play Bachman and Gates, I want you guys going live like this and announcing it. 
I'm down. Oh. Let's get it. Let's get it I'm done. Not, I'm we'll not, do it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not joking. Let's I'm get it joking. done. Do you think Judge will let him do it during training camp, though? Because I, I just don't see that happening. I see. I, I think. Hey, hey, that's a great question, by the way. Do you think you? Do you think that we're gonna do absolutely nothing again until the season starts? I hope not, because training camp is like we love training camp. I training. I don't camp think is, you're going. You don't? don't say that. Damn it! That I'm pisses so, me off. I've been just kind of blindly really just thinking that's going to happen. No, I think we're still battling. You know, even though we're easing restrictions, you know, then you turn around and look at what happened with the Yankees, uh, our coaching staff. Some of them already have the the um the vaccine, and yet eight of them got sick. So I really don't know what they're going to do. But although you guys might hate it, on the flip side, I say, look, if I'm able to go to 17 games this year then by all means, close the door on me until September. Yeah. You yeah. guys love, just like I do as well, but you guys want to see those battles in training camp. You want to go, you want to see these up-and-coming players. You want to see the players that you did all that work on in college. So I understand. It's just a fun, relaxing atmosphere too. You know, yeah. like obviously yeah. the practices are intense, but it's like you don't have like the, like, let's win. And like when you're there, it's like, let's just enjoy it. Like the Giants are back. They're practicing. We're around other Giants fans having a good time. Well, I'm going to tell you something. I have a feeling based off of the reactions of the beat reporters that we got last year, which, you know, Joe, I don't know if you noticed this. The reactions of the guys on the beat were watching Joe Judge's practices, especially if you had guys on the beat. I know Duggan was starting when McAdoo was kind of taking over, you know, so – I, a lot, a lot of the, a lot of the people are still relatively new. Whether it's latter end Coughlin years or early McAdoo years, they were shocked, shocked at how intense yeah. the judge practices were. So that is partially why, like, this isn't, this isn't just playing patty cake. And Shepard went on the Oklahoma podcast and he kind of said it himself. And it wasn't even a shot. It's just like this is true. And, you know, yeah. we, we were at those, you know, I was particularly, I wasn't really at the Coughlin camps, but I, you know, we were both at those Shermer McAdoo camps and they just, you know, and I'm, and I'm saying to myself, is this like players association being like, you just can't like practice at like full speed a ton. But I mean, the fact that the beat reporters were like shocked to start the year last year, I, that's why I really want to get in just to see what is this guy's vibe and what is this yeah. guy's energy like? Cause his energy is probably out of this world. I, I mean, I, you knew it with the press conference. And yeah, I did see, I did see Shep say that last week, which was awesome. Um, yeah. That's probably what angers Bobby as well. Not being able to see that. So yeah, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. I just hope, I just want to see some football. I just want to see some good football. And, a, and like you said, a, a win in week one. So I don't know. I guess we're about to find out what, as we're getting closer and closer and, uh, I don't. I don't know. Uh, training camp to me doesn't look like there's going to be fans, but I don't know. But like you said, just give us, just give us a, give us a win week one. Give us so, good football, and you know if, if we get that, who freaking cares? So who cares? Who cares? Joe, LPG, do what was do with that little you know those three letters, whatever you want. <laughs> you know what? Loving personable guy. That's what we're calling you. Loving personable guy. We'll clip. How about we clip that? I like that. Um, we appreciate you as always giving us more time than uh, than we deserve. Thanks, man. Hey, I love it, and uh, keep grinding. You guys are doing great. You're gonna get more and more, and get more and more popular until that blue check comes, and then you're just a bunch of cocksuckers.
<laughs> no, I, and that's why it's going away. You you said I'm bluffing. I I am not bluffing. Bluffing. You know, it's and I know John Boy Media is going to be pissed off at me, and I'm just like, I don't care. I'm a man of the people. I'm not a man of get this corporate nonsense out of my face. We're not. Hold on. We're not ending on that. A man of the people. A man of the people. Blue check doesn't make you a man of the people. That you you're 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 disrespecting me, kind of. Oh, wow. I I I I know that I am. You are wow. blue check sellout scum. <laughs> um, bootle- I I just called you a bootlicker last year, so we'll throw that one in there too. Oh, I appreciate it. I, um, I like it. Um, so yeah, you know what? I I just here. Let's. I know we're supposed to finish this gonna, off. That ain't gonna. That blue check ain't gonna change you, bud. You guys. So you work at no you work at a school and you have to deal yeah. with rules and stuff. This has been my first year. Where it's like, I've always kind of been like work jobs where it's like, you know, you're cussing out each other. And it's, it's like, this was the first year. It's like, like today we did like a workshop about like editing. And I'm just like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm <laughs> meanwhile, just... meanwhile, I have four post-it notes on my desk full of notes. And you were, oh, that, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, like, I, I need to pay attention. Justin, you don't have ADHD, bro. We have it. The blondes have it. Trust me. Yeah, so I was I, just I like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to write out some envelopes while while this goes on. <laughs> um, so uh, we appreciate you. Let me let me get you off the line because I'll end up, you know, one of the telling hey, stories hey, for another 30 uh, minutes. Thanks for everything, man. I really appreciate it. Uh, anytime, anytime, I'd love to come on. Growing up, cereal is one of the best parts of being a kid. Like, you know, they say tricks are for kids, but we're, I mean, I'm an adult now. But I had to give it up because I realized it was full of sugar and junk that you really shouldn't eat. And I'm trying to lose weight, for people. I, I, don't, I don't know if you noticed, but I'm trying, I'm trying to cut down them LBs for training camp. I've been trying to cut down on carbs, sugar, unhealthy foods, and realize I basically can't eat anything anymore. I've been drinking protein shakes, powder for years, but finally found a delicious way to get my protein before and after workouts. We're all trying to eat better, but healthy breakfast just doesn't have to be born. Magic Spoon has the amazing flavors you love, but without all the bad stuff. Zero grams of sugar. That's kind of nuts. 13 to 14 grams of protein and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. Man, that's, that's just a lot of free right there. Four flavors are cocoa, fruity, frosted and peanut butter at first i kind of like cocoa but I'm, I'm a peanut butter guy um you know like i i just i was like the first one i'm gonna do cocoa because i used to live in cocoa but peanut butter i mean peanut butter is really where it's at we all we all know that right go to magicspoon.com slash giants to grab a variety pack and try it again and be sure to use our promo code giants at checkout to save five dollars off your order and magic spoon is so confident in their product it's back with a hundred percent happiness guarantee so if you don't like it for any reason they'll refund your money no questions asked remember get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal and magicspoon.com slash giants and use the code giants to save five dollars off thank you magic spoon for sponsoring this episode all right that's an episode we'll be back on friday we had some leftover mailbag we're going to do um you know, recap OTAs, all that good stuff. Um, and then, yeah, so hope you guys enjoyed the interview. Let us know. Tweet at ourselves, License Play Guy. Let us know what you thought, what you thought maybe the best parts were. And we will see you on Friday. Until then, let's go Big Blue.